0: I feel like for me, the day that I started to realize that yo, look like I can inspire a lot of people by just my presence, you know what mm. I'm saying? And it's like presence in essence determines respect. But apart from that, for me, my energy is my currency, bro, you know what I'm saying? I always talk people all the time and they're like, oh, bro, like, man, is he, is he not always, like, it's like, you know, bro, I have days. you know what I'm saying? We all do, absolutely, yeah. man.
1: all right I reckon we kick this off, eh? Let's hey. get it, bro. G'day, g'day. Welcome back to A Lot To Talk About. It is your boy, the captain of the ship, the man in charge, Bradley J. Driver. Of course, you can call me Brad. Stoked to be here. I'm here with one of my long-time friends. He's such a good human being. You will know him from the hit television series, the reality show, <laughs> Love Island. But there is so much more to this man than a guy who was on TV. This is a guy that every time we sit down in conversation, I'm inspired by him. His story is inspiring. He brings out the best of me and the best of everyone around oh, him. I Absolutely that. love him for it. And today we're going to talk about his inspiring background, what's brought him to where he is. And we're going to allow you to connect a little bit more with a man behind the screen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, from your home, your car, or wherever you are, give some love to my boy, Taku. Chimaz. Oh
0: my God. But I need you to introduce me like that literally every morning, bro. You wake me up like that? Bro, I'm bro, I provide, that. I provide services, bro. <laughs> It's so good to be here, bro. I wake up hype, man. Thanks so much for having me, my bro. bro my
1: absolute pleasure. It's, it's nice having you time. in the studio. Big time, bro. Um, We've been, been boys now for what, six or so years. Yeah, bro, Six or so years, so, man. I met this guy. For those of you who are from the Gong or from Wollongong area, you'd know that like you can't go down North Beach kiosk or North <laughs> Beach itself without knowing that smiling face barista that used oh, to serve bro. up the brews every day. And stop, just bring stop. the absolute vibes. Stop. That's how I met this guy. I remember being in the. I actually remember uh, the first day I met you. being in a suit while I was going on my phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you were just gassing me up, giving yeah, me a good energy break. Yeah, you? But
0: what the hell? Yeah. looking that yeah. clean. But and you know what, man? That's so wild. You know, like how like God just kind of puts you in positions where you've got no choice but to actually get to like know this person, or like it just sends like a certain person into your life. And then, like, from a certain moment, you just develop, like, an amazing bond. Yeah. And from then on, man, like, we just become so close, bro. And yeah, bro. Man, I'm so grateful to have you in my life.
1: Yeah, bro. likewise, brother. And, and you know, you've been super supportive of me through this journey yeah, and all true, the stuff bro. that That's I'm doing. Self. And I remember sitting down for a first, first ever coffee together uh, and just talking about our life stories. Yeah, and whilst we've had very different, unique stories, mm-hmm. there was so much common ground in... Mm you know the, the idea of understanding and accepting challenge mm-hmm. bringing out the best in ourselves this motivation this drive to find the life path that was you know connected to purpose mm-hmm. connected to passion and doing things for the good of our, our true self but also for the good of others and yeah. that's something i love about you and i want Appreciate to dive that. into your story today for the people that are listening and watching on to to get an idea of who you truly are at the that's core and a big part of who you are is your culture. It's something yeah. that you're super proud of. And, big time, bro. Um, you know, yeah. Whilst you're a Wollongong boy right now uh-huh. and, and an island boy at times, yeah. you're, um, yeah. you know, that's not, not where your story began. So exactly tell us a little right, bit man. about your background.
0: Um, so, okay, so originally, <laughs> a man said, in and in an, in an island boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, for some of those people that I know best, so I'm originally from uh, Zimbabwe, from a small town called Montare. Um very, very small town. It's like right on the border of uh Zimbabwe and Mozambique. So anyway, so grew up in in uh, this small town with my grandparents. Well so so it's so weird, right? Every time that I tell them this, I'll say, so are your parents like do around. yeah absolutely but in like african culture it's like um the firstborn usually gets to go and like live with like uh the grandparents right so anyway so i spent most of my life with like my grandparents man we had an incredible bond but even me my mom's my dad just, like incredibly close so it's so like amazing like how like we're all very tightly very very like tightly knit so um grew up in a very you know cultural um, you know homestead I guess in a way like and I feel like it was so important man because to me to this day like I always like carry culture like very very close to my heart because my, my grandparents my parents you know and you know like the people that I've gotten like the pleasure to meet like throughout the years they kind of allowed me man to understand that wherever that you may go like culture is always going to be the backbone of who you are you know what i'm Mm, saying and um you know it's the only thing that kind of really allowed me to stay grounded and true to exactly who i am wherever that i go man you know what i mean you can't say you know talk without saying it's you know what i'm saying so i try to make sure man that that's definitely who i am and well i mean that's you know something that i you know strongly carry with me so um from then so when i was about 12 um that's when i got the opportunity to actually move here my amazing auntie actually my my mom's sister she managed to get a job here um but she was uh based in in our glasgow in scotland and then anyway so she wanted to to live with her son that we were living with you know like um you know back home and uh so she managed to you know get both of us you know from zim and we all like went from this very small town to you know this 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 amazing country which is australia but all of all the places, out of all the places, we landed in Nara. You know what yeah. I mean? So at the bottom of the track, you know, like at the very, very end of the tracks. So people always think that place is like, you know, how you going? But for us, bro, like we thought that was the place. You know, like that, that was like, bro, that was the shit. The we land of like, opportunity. Yo, we we were like so like excited to see, you know, things like for, exa- for example, right? Just put things in like perspective. Like we were very excited when we like came to like. You know, like coals, and there was like self checkout, and we're like, w- w- what? What is this? We're like, are they not scared of people stealing? Like, because I'm telling you, in African countries, bro, they make sure that the security guards at the deals <laughs> to make sure. So I'm like, like little things like that, man, just really allowed us to like, you know, like be like very, very grateful for like That's very cool. little things. So you know, like it was a big, big step. You know, like especially like coming from like you know like where we came from, and um, after that, then we moved. To Wollongong you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then you know after that that's when like i feel like my whole world just started opening up like i started seeing all these things like you know um and then next minute i just blinked and i was in love island i was like yo this is wow you know what i mean so just to put things in perspective for like, people that are out there man like thinking about it like where imagine like you know a small town boy like from a third world country you know coming to like you know like the big smoke archie and then like you're on like a worldwide television Mm -hmm. it's wild bro you know what I mean like and I can't really put that in words man because people don't really quite understand that you know like until you've actually you know lived the life so you you'd actually need to actually come home with me you know like I was told hey man I gotta take you guys home and actually see you know where I actually come from you know what I'm saying so that's that's definitely something that I love to do man to you know take people like on a bit of a journey man so this is amazing man that you've actually got me on here man because as you said people only know me from the island, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's so much more, man, that people really need to understand, man, that, like, man, it's not, like, it's not really just the glamorous, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) island boy, but definitely a dirt boy as well too. I
1: love that. And that's, like we spoke about before, yeah. for those of you who know us, Oh, we both know how to have a chat. Oh, we man. We sat here for probably an hour talking, just talking. Just before shop, we even before start we started the cameras. Big time. But we, we spoke about that, that idea of remembering where you're from and mm. remembering the struggle and the hardship mm-hmm. that you faced in your life. Mm. It grounds you.
0: Big time. It allows bro. you
1: that no matter where you end up or where you go or what direction you're headed in, mm-hmm. to remember the roots of you, mm. to remember what makes you the human being that you are. Yeah. And like you said, your culture is a big part of that. I'm interested to hear your perspective because I've actually never asked you this before. God. A question has just come to the top of my mind. Wow. When you knew you were coming to Australia, what, what were your expectations? Like, what, what did you think when, when your auntie said, hey, we're moving to Australia, and you're like, all right, I'm going? What did you expect to Boy, see and feel?
0: It wasn't even that simple. When she said that, I was like, I'm not coming.
1: Okay, I'm a well, yeah. big
0: mommy's boy, bro Yeah, that was one thing for me because I'm very, very close to my family. Big mommy's boy. I love my dad to this man. Like he's he, man, fuck, man, Kiss me more. But anyway, so um, for me, immediately being distanced from my family. Well, even though auntie's family is all, but it's like from my immediate family mm. that scared me. So immediately I said no. I was like, nah, nah you know, was, you know, I was just like, ah. and then you know what's so crazy? I was this because um, my mom always tells me about this story because. I told my mom no. She was like, I'm not gonna force you, but the opportunity is there. i go to school, right? So my dad, big, big, like, um, grinder up, bro. Like, man, he just took so many sacrifices, man, make sure that I was put in the best position to be where I am right now. But, um, so he managed to get a job in Afghanistan, right? And managed to put me through to private school. Yeah. So I was like in a range of like all these, you know, kids, right, with different experiences, all this stuff. and. One of my friends, his name was Ellis, uh, I remember to this day, and um, you know, like we were talking and he was like, Man, you know, yeah, I've got like, you know, family that's in Australia, man, like in Square. And I never told anyone that I was gonna move here. Like, well, that I had the opportunity to move here. And I was telling him, I was like hey, man, like, mind to give me like opportunity to go there, but uh, I don't think I'm gonna go and this like man, you gotta be out of your goddamn mind. He said it exactly like that too. Mm. And then they all started laughing at me. They were like, Do you know if we had that opportunity, we we'll wouldn't leave all this shit? Mm. We like, wouldn't we'll leave all of this. Like, bro, ladies, yeah. up until we told me that, you put it in the pit. I was like, bro, like, you remember like how we we're saying, like, literally, like, before we actually turned on the camera, like, how it was like, God's God like sends like specific people in your life mm. to push through a certain point so you can level up. Yeah. He was that guy for me. And it was like, literally, like, because I was staring I was like, nah, I'm not going. Like, because I had heard something, like, weird things about Australia. Like, but like, you know, like, the old days. was so weird. Oh, you know, like, don't go to Australia. Like, it's like, you know, like a racist country, all this stuff. Yeah. But this was like ancient shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, in my mind, I was like, oh, man, why am I going to go? There? And when he told me that, I packed my bags. I was like, Mom's not gone. You know? So I had this expectation, right? It's so bad, right? But I am gonna say it anyway, because this is, you asked the question, right? Yeah. I was like, man, I'm going to this place. I've heard so many stuff about this place, man. Yeah, like it's uh, man, it's, like it's gonna be a racist country. Like, I don't know what's going on. Like, am I gonna be you know, accepted all this yeah. stuff? All this stuff is going on through a twelve year old's mind, bro. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um oh no, what no, 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 hold on. I was fourteen actually, fourteen. So in my mind, I was like, "Yo, man, I'm gonna go in this. Way. Like, am I gonna be accepted? Because amongst my own people as well too. I told you before, like, I used to have a bad stutter. I felt different within, mm-hmm. you know, amongst my own people. So I just gotten over the stutter. I come here, I, I feel different as it is. I come to a school now, a high school, right? And me and my cousin, we were the only black kids in the whole high school bro. Yeah. And you can only imagine, like, that first week, I had all these kids, like, it was like." I started to understand, bro, that it was like they were so interested in actually getting to know me that it took away that whole thing of oh, man, am I gonna be accepted? I never felt so accepted, bro. Like this country, like like literally before I came here, I had like a certain view about Australia. Up until I got- it, I, I thought like I was gonna come through and I was seeing like all these kangaroos like fucking going around and shit. It was like that, <laughs> I'm saying it's really <laughs> Yeah, bro, literally. You know, but anyway, so I literally, like, came through and I was like, man, like, this is so much better than I expected. You know what I mean? And, like, it was literally, like, the land of opportunity, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Man, like, it is such a big part of my life, man. Like, Australia is, like... Because I'm an Australian citizen now. It's, like, I feel like, you know, like, obviously, like, I still have my culture. And I am Zimbabwean at birth. Like, Australia is, like, you know... Within me now, you're saying like it's I'm like, like it's a part of me now as well, you know. So, like, I guess to answer your question, man, before I came here, man, I did not know what to expect, you know what I mean. But yeah. I was like, you know what, it's literally just me walking by faith and not sight, amen. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, but here I, I am that, now.
1: Man. I love that, I'm so glad to hear it. Yeah, big so time, bro. Let's talk about the the change in almost purpose and dream for you over the mm. last couple of years because. I remember sitting with you with our first coffee we, mm. we often refer back to. And I remember at the time I had a different dream. Mm-hmm. I thought my purpose was in the real estate, real estate career yeah. and the property career. Mm-hmm. And at the time, your, I guess, your direction, your path was footy. Yeah, playing rugby. yeah. And since then, opportunities have changed. Mm. Other things have arisen in your life. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about where you feel your purpose lies now. Mm-hmm. and what your passions are for
0: so from our chat okay so the thing is right for those people that don't know so i used to play footy right like i kind of still do but um where i was right at that point was i was like i had a dream but i was like i told my mom i was like i'm gonna be a professional footy player you mm-hmm. know what i mean and she was like why i was like because i want to be able to tell those kids or like to show them rather than tell them that you know I I literally came from where y'all are, you know what I mean? I was in the same shoes, but look at where God took me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, if I can do it, y'all can too. And I feel like at that point, purpose and vision started to alight because it was like, I went from a point where I was like, nah, like I just needed a stage to be able to show people like that, yo, look, God can take me from this place to this place, you know what I'm saying? And I needed to be able to like, you know, inspire, like, the youth. Them, you know what I'm saying? Like, I needed to actually, you know, like, the whole foodie thing was to make sure that I can inspire a lot of kids. Like, I'm so big in kids, bro, you know what I'm saying? I love kids. But it's like, you know, like, they, I always felt like I always, I always wanted a bigger brother, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, up until God was like, you know, you're going to be a bigger brother to a lot of other kids that are going to look up to you Mm. at a point in your life where you're like, yo, like this is so much more bigger than me. So that was the reason behind me wanting to play footy. You know what I'm saying? Because I've always played footy all my life. But anyway, so when the opportunity for Love Island came along, I wasn't even thinking about like the whole inspiring thing. I was like, ah, yeah, yeah, oh, well, you know, yeah. Well, look, finding love would be a bonus. You know what I mean? Like that'd be amazing. But the experience, like no one really gets an experience like that. You know what I'm saying? So from that point where we first met or like when we had that coffee, right? And up until like I went at the show, and then I came out, and I was getting so much love from people that are saying, oh, man, like, man, like, you inspired us so much. Like, you know, like, it's so inspirational seeing someone that can actually, you know. But, like, it was just, like, like a lot of nice stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, you know, suck my own titty. But, <laughs> but, like, it was, like, I got, like, a lot of love. You know what I'm saying? And um, for me, man, I think, like, the biggest thing was to make sure, man, that, um, as we say all the time, like, you know, that, uh, how life is like one bigger thing another bigger way, Found the bread. But for me, it was to be able to tell other people that, yo, look, if I can do it, like y'all can. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And no matter how the world changes, well, no matter how the world changes around you, if you can allow yourself to remain the same, regardless of external factors, man, you're winning mm-hmm. in life. And that was the biggest thing within me, man, because like when people start to tell me, hey, man, it's amazing to see that you're still the same person that you were at the kiosk in the coffee shop on TV, Like, that's what's big for me, man. You know what I'm saying? And to be able to inspire people that are constantly trying to change who they are around certain people so that they fit in and they're misfits all the time. For me, like, that's what I feel like was my purpose, man. To make sure that people are comfortable within their own skin. You know what I'm saying? Because we're all uniquely and wonderfully made, right? But up until you understand that, you know, you're unique for a reason and you know what I mean? like, And you shouldn't change yourself to be liked by anyone else. Like, that's when you really start to realize how beautiful life can be.
1: Fuck, I love mm. that, bro. It's, I, I remember watching the show, and mm. I'd never watched Love Island before, so yeah. this was my first experience. And I remember what I do is every I had a ritual. Uh,
0: ah, yeah. every Thursday <laughs> you me? Every
1: Thursday night, I'd sit down uh, and I'd watch the whole week's episodes. Right, and like I'd watch them all at once because uh-huh. I was like, and because I hated as they do so well with reality TV. Uh, you get to the end of the episode and you're like. What next? What's exactly, a, bro. A suspenseful moment with you. Uh, like, <laughs> what's happening? I can't wait to see my boy next. So I was like, if I can yeah, condense man. all of that into one night, I feel, I'm like, I feel more settled. And I'd watched the show and I, I remember thinking, fuck, I'm so proud of my guy. Fuck, I
0: appreciate that, man.
1: You you were so you. I hope so, it man. Was, you
0: know, I hope so, bro. Bro, I,
1: I just got to watch through the screen. I was like, this is the guy that... And I even thought, I thought, there's going to be people back home who think, mm man, is this is this dude like just energetic because it's...
0: Is, is it, like, is he just putting it on?
1: But I'm like, no, this is our guy. Like, and we had heaps of group chats. Yeah, between All of our mates. Up oh, like,
0: man. Commenting that's love like, right man, thing, this, is our,
1: this is our boy. Like, this that's is the love, guy that man. we know. And I said that to you when you got off the show, but I think the thing for me, and you, and you spoke about it just there, that that mission to allow people to be super comfortable with who they are. Mm-hmm. And I think that challenge presents usually because people have a lack of understanding or a lack of attachment to mm. a purpose yet. Yeah. And when you've got that purpose, like when mm. you understand, you know what your mission is now, right? Mm. So you can be like, we spoke about this before we turned the yeah, camera yeah. on too. You can be comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be uncommon, you mm. have to be misunderstood. Exactly right, bro. That is a Big consequence time. of being an uncommon man or woman wow, man. amongst society. Yeah.
0: Big time, bro.
1: Because you understand what your mission is though, mm-hmm. you can be sweet with that.
0: Absolutely, man. But
1: for the person who maybe lacks that little bit of purpose or lacks an anchor to some meaning in their life, mm-hmm. that feeling of being uncommon mm-hmm. or misunderstood really burns at them because they don't does, understand man. the power of it. They don't again. get it,
0: exactly right, man.
1: But, but I guarantee you that one day, if you feel lost at the moment or if you feel like you don't fit into this equation mm-hmm. that is society, there's gonna be one day and one moment where you align with that mission and you go, mm-hmm. I understand it all Big
0: now. time, bro. You know,
1: we've been through that, I've we've been through, through exactly,
0: that. Exactly, man, big time. And you know, it's so crazy, remember when we were talking about, um, last time we, talk, we talked? we are talking about something along the lines of uh, uh, a quote that we heard about how the two very important days in your life where the day, where yes. it's the day you were born and the day you realize why you were born. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like for me, the day that I started to realize that, yo, look, like, I can inspire a lot of people by just my presence. You mm. know what I'm saying? And it's like presence in essence determines respect. But apart from that, for me, my energy is my currency, bro. You know what I'm saying? I always talk about all the time. And they're like, oh, bro. like, man, is he, is he not always like, it's like yo, bro, I have done days. You know what I'm saying? We all do. Absolutely, yeah. man. But I feel like for me, man, like, because, like, this is just who I naturally am. I feel like there's so many more people that are like that. But that feels so uncomfortable to, to be like that, I guess, like, around people that aren't like them. And it's like, you know, I guess, like, right now, bro, like, in society, I think we start to, like, like, man, like, what's, what's like, the norm now? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like people have got, like, different, different meanings to what, like, normal is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then it's like, you define what normal is. You know what I'm saying? And up until people see, you're like, hey, man, this guy's kind of different. He's not like us. What the mm. fuck's going on? Because you start to feel like you maybe I should be like them. Uh-uh. For me, that's why I started to feel like it's my mission, bro, to make sure that people that feel like that, you don't like. It's not a bad thing to be an anomaly. You know what I'm saying? And it's like for me to be the you know like the person that I'm at like yeah like it's like there's a lot of like consequences, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like well I, I guess not consequences but like you know where it's like God gives and takes with you know the other hand. Where it's like, for me, it's like, you know, yeah, I might be so energetic, but it's like, there are times that I'm like, I need a moment. But it's like, people might catch me on a day where I'm not quite feeling like myself and they're like, oh, like, because everyone expects energy from me. You know what I'm saying? So I guess that's like another, another, another side of that thing. But at the same time, it's like, for me, man, like being able to show people that, you know, like, no matter who you are, man, no matter how you are, like, you make what your norm well, like, you like you make your own normal, in a way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And don't feel different about that.
1: A hundred percent. You know, there's. you said that quote there, um, the two most important days in someone's life mm. is the day they're born, the day they realize why they were born. Mm-hmm. It's a similar quote I know we've spoken about before, Naval Ravikant. I'm not sure if he's the, the guy that come up with it or he was just um, referencing someone else. But his words on, on Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. were, every man lives two lives. Mm-hmm. The second begins when he realises he only has one.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: And that there, that moment of realisation. Ooh, that's deep. I I often wonder, why do we need a waking moment, though? Yeah. Because it feels like that's the case. And I I know I've spoken about it a heap of times on this podcast and a heap Mm. of times in conversation with you. There's been numerous moments in my life Mm. where it's almost been like hardship or Mm. faced with... Potential uncertainty of mm-hmm. some cases, like you know, very confronting moments of, man, is my you know is my time here on earth over? Mm-hmm. Like when I've had you know some real health scares, or <clears throat> when I've had moments where I've been at my absolute lowest points. Mm-hmm. That be, the they're the catalyst for change. They're the mm-hmm. catalyst for that. Oh fuck! I've only got one life. I need to make mm-hmm. the most of it. They're the catalyst for that. Realization that reawakening, you've uh, it Why do you think we need so many reawakenings? I ask myself that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like when I slip into that um, temporary, uninspired state of being mm-hmm. or that temporary state of victim mentality, which mm-hmm. never lie, I don't let it last, that yeah, You're on a hundred percent, yeah. But you, you slip into that at times in your life when things don't go to plan, yeah. But why is it that we need often those moments of reawakening to get back on track, man?
0: far up. like look man I feel like you know in every once in a while bro like you always get these tests you know what I'm saying Mm. and like if you need to level up you need to take a test you know what I'm saying within every level you need to take a test if you don't your shit's gonna remain the same if you don't have anything that's kind of making you uncomfortable and like Mm. Something that's gonna give a little bit of self doubt and like you kinda have to push through a certain barrier. You're not gonna level up to that next level of your life.
1: Yeah. And
0: I was telling you before, right, about that, about that, um, about that guy that I was in school with. That was like, yo, man, fuck, I would have left ages ago. Mm. I had to face the test of, am I gonna stay at home, and, be you know, be comfortable and struggle with my family because we were struggling, bro. There was a time when. Man, man, I, and I was telling you this time, man, we had a very emotional chat. When I was like, yo, there was a time, man, I, I, hope, I hope my mom sees this, but she, she probably didn't think that I was old enough to understand this, but I remember we're going through a rough, rough time and I had a moment where I spoke to God and I was like, God, I wish there was someone that was overseas that could send us money and just like help us to get out of this rut. Not too long after that, my mate was like, yo, I would have left ages ago. Why would I stay here? But I had to go through that bit of like uncertainty, uncomfortability. But I was at a point where I was old enough to understand these things like mm. and I was like, I need to leave. In order for my family to be comfortable, I need to separate myself from them. For mm. me to be able to go and lay my foundation over there so I can make sure that they looked after. And at 14, that's a lot of fucking that's a lot of pressure, yeah. It's but it's like just to like answer your question to go like these things like you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been in the position that I'm at right now if I had, you know, chosen to stay comfortable and just stay home with my family. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I guess like, you know, it's probably like a message for like everyone that's out there at home, like where it's like, if you're at a point where, you know, it's like two extremes in a way, but, you know, one of them is very rewarding, but it'll take a big part of your life. You know what I mean? Will you rather face the feeling of re- of like regret or the other feeling of, ah, oh, I'm like just comfortable right now but I'm not moving but what if you know what I'm saying like what if like what if that had happened you know what I mean or like or like you're in that position where you're like like this is happening right now like I'm actually living it's okay you know what I mean and I feel like I made that point right now man where I'm like you know God had this like God always had like his hands on my life but there's never a moment that I felt like I've been alone even though I'm not with my family right now I feel like they're with me in spirit and like they're always with me like because you know I took this chance for them you know what I'm saying? And people don't really know that, man. But I I, you know, I, I do support my family back home, yeah, financially as well, you know what I mean? But it's like, for me to have been able to be, you know, in this position right now, I had to leave them. But if you're told my 14-year-old self at that point, I wouldn't have believed it, you know what I'm saying? So, enable for us to level up, man. You need to have to take the test, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, oh, man. I love you for that. it's trip, wilding, man. bro. It's and you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that like in a point where, well, like, sorry, like, um, you know, like, like to get some sort of like sympathy points or like whatever it is. But, you know, I feel like people need to be able to understand and heed that part, you know what I mean? To be actually, well, to to actually understand exactly who I am, you know what I'm saying? Like, like people wild. like people don't understand that bit. That's your truth. Yeah, that's my truth. And I've always been like the guy that always wants to hide that part. But, you know what I mean? Like people just want to hear the shake and bake, you know, Hollywood shit. Bro, you made it. You're doing good now. Nah, no, nah, no, no, no. You no. know what I mean? You understand the sacrifices that I had to take to get here. People don't understand the sacrifices that you had to take to be in the studio right now as well too. And mm-hmm. that's to answer your own question right there, bro. You know what I'm saying? You had to take the test Amen for you to come to here. You know what I'm saying? It's big, right? Amen. My G.
1: Yeah, bro. I... Sacrifice so important.
0: Big, man.
1: It becomes, it becomes such a necessary part of life. Mm-hmm. Like one thing that, you know, we're both... Funnily enough, mm. you're not the only person that's had this like weird synchronicity of what we're reading and listen to, listening yeah. to right uh-huh. now because I've spoken to a few people who, like you and I, have been in the process of or just finished listening to or reading David Goggin's book, mm-hmm. Can't Hurt Me. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I love from this book is this, this constant understanding of the importance of struggle, mm-hmm. this importance of sacrifice and... Pushing yourself beyond comfort zones mm-hmm. because without that, there's no growth. There's, there's no, no growth. Exactly, bro. And you so. being able to link back to that purpose and that anchor of doing this for your family, mm-hmm. that's something that we connect on a lot. Where bro, a big time, we've had differences in, I've, I've had quite a cushy life, you know, that I'm really thankful, gr- thankful for growing up. But my challenges come from my health realm. And mm-hmm. time, the, the sacrifice that my parents made and the sacrifice my sister made Big and the time, strength bro. that they gave me mm-hmm. allowed me to connect and anchor to that with such mm-hmm. purpose that everything I do is about making them proud. You know, I've got exactly a tattoo right. there. That's what's up. You know, um, for all you've done today, I'll make you proud. I made you. And it's...
0: It's an anchor, It's man.
1: that reminder, bro, that, mm-hmm. like, that's why I'm pushing myself. Exactly right. That's this why I'm do. doing this. Mm-hmm. And I think it's hard for people, you know, like, I can't even... You know, we sit and we chat, and for me, it's hard to find the words to say, fuck, I get where you're coming from, because I understand the need and the necessity of struggle, Mm -hmm. but I don't understand the life that you've come from. And I think what's really powerful and important is to have empathy, to understand where someone comes from in their Mm -hmm. life, why their struggle is their struggle, Mm -hmm. why they are the human being that they are. And I think that's where, in a world of common people, Mm the uncommon ones become comfortable with being misunderstood because exactly they also right, have empathy for others. That's that's exactly right. I like that man. Like I, like that I have a lot. empathy for where you've come from knowing uh, that I will never truly understand your struggle. And vice versa,
0: bro. Big time. That's it. But I appreciate the struggle, man. You know what I'm saying? Because and that's what I was saying to you, but too before I was like, you know, we inspire each other in very interesting ways where it's like iron sharpens iron. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And we can feed into each other in certain ways where you might not know it, bro. And I was telling you this before, bro. I was like, man, you inspired me way before, you know, like we had this, you know, like like I podcast, like way before like we had like our first meeting. I was like, it's something about this guy, you know what I mean? That I need to just dig dig a little bit deeper, bro. You know what I mean? Cause you you add a lot to me, bro, without you know I never actually put, but but I'm serious, bro. your journey inspires me so, so much. And you know, I can't begin to imagine like how many people that you're inspiring as well, too, that are in your shoes. And I'm like, for example, there was this video that you done posted, um, and you're bleeding, man. Like, you know, like, oh, your lungs, and like, it was like a sink full of blood. And I'm like, yo, this guy's got bleeding lungs, and he's still gonna run a marathon? Mm. I was like, what excuse do I have to not get up early in the morning and do the shit that I gotta do to make sure that I get myself in a better position? You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, You know, as I said before, man, iron sharpens iron, man. But at the same time, I feel like your story, the way that it kind of allows me to grow better as a person is like without you saying these words, but it's like you'll never appreciate good health up until you've been sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll never appreciate riches up until you've been poor. And that's why, like, we love to relate to the struggle, man. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. And, like, we really, really love to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Because when you're comfortable, you can still relate to that and just go back into the cookie jar, right? And go, yo, I'm a bad motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's so big with it, man. You know what I mean? It's like we, like, I feel like my feet are very firmly down to the ground, bro, because... You know, like, the struggle is always going to be a part of me, man, you know what I'm saying? I still do the same shit that I was doing before the island and that, like that shit is like so, that's like many moons ago bro. I rarely talk about the island anymore, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It was like a vacation, yeah, oh well, it's okay, but that's not who I am, you know what I'm saying? People talk about 42 CF, but they don't talk about your childhood. Mm. You've grown up, the struggle you had to go through, your parents as well, too, the sacrifices they had to go through for you to be in this moment right now. Your story, bro, is going to move people, my G.
1: That's why when we, you know, when we caught up, when you'd just gotten back, Mm. I remember us talking about when we were going to sit down and do this. And Mm. I suppose saying, you know, fuck yeah, the island was a cool experience, but Mm. we don't really want to go there because there is so much outside being before Mm -hmm. and what's going to come after. Mm that actually matters. That's right, The man. stuff that makes you who you are, the stuff that's ingrained in your DNA, the stuff that hopefully the new audience that you have mm-hmm. who found you through the island mm-hmm. can sit, listen to this now and go, man, I, I understand mm-hmm. why this guy's maybe been misunderstood. 100%, bro. I understand and I'm inspired by his yeah. story now. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not just following him because he's the guy that gave us some good energy on uh-huh. TV. You know, when I come home from work no. on a Monday night. But he's the guy that like, inspires the shit out of me to get up before right. work tomorrow morning and My grind. G. The guy that inspires me to get a little bit more. That's what's Let's up, talk man. about life post all of this. Now, obviously, uh-huh. opportunity has come knocking because of uh-huh. the character you are and the good human being you are, you know, hard, <laughs> hard work and sacrifice pays off so, eventually. Yeah. Right. And yeah. you're starting to be provided with some of those opportunities now. Mm. What, what's the what's the newfound goals for you? Obviously, you've got that mission. But what do you think will be the vehicles to connect that mission?
0: Um, look man, I think the vehicles to connect with that mission and like the 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 something that's been like deep, I was like, yo man, I wouldn't mind having some sort of like a platform, kinda of like this in a way. I could start a podcast. But I was like, right, possibly even, you know, finding another way to get some sort of a radio show if I can. Mm. I love mornings, bro. I'm a morning person now, you know I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I might hate getting up. But it's like, I'm grateful I got up. But it's like, you know how that is. But it's like, at the same time, when I was working at, at the kiosk, right? People didn't notice, but when I was working there, I used to start at 5.30 every morning. And there was a reason why my boss got me to start every morning, because I made sure that every time that I got to work, I set up people's days. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I would wake up an hour early. I would wake up at about 4.30, you know what I mean, to about, you know, I guess a 445 to make sure that you know I'm in a good mind state so that when I get to work, I know that it's people that they wake up and I'm the first person that they actually have a proper conversation to. I give them the energy to make sure that they can conquer their day. And I'm like, if I can still maintain to do that, but on a bigger spectrum, that'll be amazing. I'm like, if I have like an early morning radio show where I wake up and I can G up people, you know what I mean, to go conquer the day, that's us. So I would love to have my own radio show. I mean, like, that's something that I'm highly pushing for. And I would love doing that. that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for me, man, it's it's so crazy, bro. Because people don't understand that you're already in training for your purpose right now. Before you know it, you're being trained. Yeah. God has already put the necessary people around you without you knowing it to build yourself to be that brad, to be podcast brad, to be 42 for CF, without you knowing it. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's wild for me, bro, because people started speaking life into my life and, like, speaking, you know, life into existence, like, without me knowing, man, you should be on TV. Man, you should have your own podcast. You should do these things. Like, you can inspire a lot of people. Like, man, wow, like, we should just have a camera here for you. You know what I'm saying? But within, like, then I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like And it's like, it's almost like giving giving, like, an l later you know, a Maserati. You know what I'm saying? It's a good gift, but a gift given too early isn't a gift at all, right? And yeah. it's, like, for me, I was doing like training. You know what I'm saying? For, like, you know, I guess, like, where God is taking me right now. I might not know exactly, but I've got vision and, and you know, like, in, like, direction. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, sorry, bro. And, man, shit, I talk a lot, but, I, you know what no, I'm saying? I'm getting God to God what I'm is, getting to. keep moving. So, um, there was a point when I was, like, yo, God, like, I'm getting so many people like just telling me, yo, like, you put a lot of effort into just making coffee and waking people up the right way. No matter if I'm having a bad day, people are like, man, why are you faking it? Like, are you even happy today? I got shit going on. But the next person that I'm talking to, they don't know this. You know what I'm saying? They still come through for their energy. And it's like it, it became more than just coffee for them. They came for the experience. You know what I'm saying? And I owed it up to myself to make sure that you know I use that platform to make sure that if I can, you know, make someone, you know what I mean? Like, you know, well, cause people kind of like wake up like in weird moods or like, you know, like who knows like what they've, you know, or, 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 like or, like where they're coming from. If I can change, you know, someone else's day, you know what I mean, for the better, just one person a day, I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. And I started doing that, like, you know, every single person, like in the morning, 20, 30, with every single person, like, I started knowing people like, you know, people's oldest people, you know, like people's stories. And like, for me, man, I was like, wow, like, if I can have a radio show, man, like that would be amazing. I want to do that like on a big spectrum.
1: You deserve that so much. I bro. hope so, and man. The one thing I love what you said there, because it's something that I've been journaling about mm-hmm. a little bit. You spoke about being in training mm-hmm. for the moment, that the gift given too early isn't mm-hmm. a gift at all. Mm-hmm. I've been writing about this because this idea popped into my head. Mm-hmm. I was speaking to my family about it. I remember like I'm coming up to the two year anniversary of this podcast next Amazing. Saturday. Yes, so I'm, on February the twelfth, it'll be two years since I released my first episode. That's right? And I remember starting, there was mm-hmm. this level of naivety that I think was actually really healthy and important at the time, but mm-hmm. this level of naivety that, man, give me a year, two years, yeah. I'll be up on those charts with Rogan.
0: Right. Big man, time. I'll have a
1: couple million listeners. That's things start. will be good, podcasts will be paying me, mm-hmm. man, I'll be doing what I love. Mm -hmm. earning great money and i'll be comfortable right Mm -hmm. and then you get to a year in Uh you get to two years in bro i'm making i walked away from everything i sold my house i'm making zero dollars right now i'm living off what i saved and what i sold to be able to chase the gene right so i'm making zero dollars but i'm smiling i'm sweet because i've begun to understand Mm -hmm that sometimes if the opportunity comes to you too early and you Mm -hmm. aren't prepared, you can fucking blow it all up. That's
0: what's up, big time. There's a a certain
1: reason that my intent and my action has not led me to where I I want to be just yet, Mm -hmm. it's led to me to where I need to be right now. Mm -hmm. In preparation for the moment that this shit changes Mm -hmm. and there's millions of people listening, Uh there's brand deals to organize, there's all these things Mm -hmm. I know I'll be ready for it because mm. I went through the hardship and the That's struggle. what's up, man. And then people start to go, but aren't you scared? Because you're 25 going on 26 Hard. this year. Amen. There's no income. You know, like life's getting on, bro. Like at 30, you're supposed to have a house. You're supposed to be married. You're supposed to have That's kids. That's their norm. Bro, I read this tweet the other day. Ah. Well, actually, it was read out to me. I was listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast. He was interviewing Rich Roll. Mm. Anyone who knows Rich Roll's story, the guy's a vegan, ultra man. Okay. And he mm. went from being... Heavily overweight, an alcoholic, Mm -hmm. um, working as a lawyer Uh in his mid-30s, has this heart scare, changes his whole life. Mm -hmm. He's on this podcast and Tim Ferriss says, I'm going to read out a tweet that you posted in 2018 on the eve of your 53rd birthday, and I think it sums you up very well. The tweet said, at 43, I reached my peak level of fitness. At 44, I wrote my first book. At 45, I started my podcast. Wow. At 30, I thought my life was over. At 52, I realized it's just begun. Wow. That right there...
0: That's deep, man. That
1: is the essence mm-hmm. of who we are as human beings. Big it time, is never right? too late mm-hmm. to change your stars. Mm-hmm. It is never too late to go after the shit that you want to achieve mm-hmm. in life. Big time. And you better believe if it hasn't happened for you yet, mm-hmm. it's because you are in training for exactly the moment right. that it does. Yo. And the with that realization... Expectation of time goes exactly, out the window, bro. You, beca- you become wow. very comfortable mm-hmm. with understanding that the struggle is relevant.
0: That's what's up. I love that, man. And it's like, man, it's, I, you know, I feel like, yeah, yeah as you said, man, like, um, well, there's no, there's not really a, obviously, like we like to have expectation and what, like we like to think that there's a time frame for our goals. But, you know, God always has like a different. A different time for us, man, even if you're religious or not. Like, I, I like to say the universe, I guess. Everything has already been written. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the moment that you start to neglect the things that really matter and things because I feel like everyone knows exactly what they need to do. Yeah. But it's just taking that leap of faith. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, oh like I could be but I've got cousins that are like you know, like at uni, like my, you know, like younger cousins that have like, you know, graduated before me. Like me coming in, man, I was meant to be in uni, I was meant to graduate. You know what I'm saying? And like, but that's like, you know, like in an African family, it's like, you know, you're you're like either an engineer, lawyer, or doctor, or you're a disgraced family. So I'm just the disgrace <laughs> But anyway, so what I'm getting to is like, you know, like there's this time frame and expectation that like, I guess, like, society and, like, or, like, our family kind of puts in it. And that puts, like, a lot of pressure on us. Mm. But then again, it's like, there's so many people, bro, that are, like, living their life day to day so discouraged, you know, because of the shit that people used to tell you, man. Oh, you know, like, you, you get to your 30s. Like, you should have bought a house. Blah, blah. And it's, it scares them to not actually want to work on that thing that is their dream. You know what I'm saying? Or something that actually excites them. People, they... they a lot of humdrum people... That Well, sorry. There are a lot of people that are going to humdrum jobs where, like, they just, like do a nine-to-five and it's like after that they're just working for the man mm. work for the man pay for the man you know what i'm saying and it's like right like what actually excites you and it's a question that no many people ask but it's necessary bro yeah like what are you doing outside of your nine-to-five job like, like outside of that that you know i guess like there's some people that don't have a choice you know what i'm saying The people yeah. that are like you know I like they have kids i understand that you know and all that but it's like when you have the power of choice man which we happen to have you know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't you take that that leap of faith? You know what I'm saying? It's uncomfortable, but it's necessary, bro.
1: You said it just there, and I think that's the key, because I've spoken to a lot of people about how my life has positively changed mm-hmm. since finding some purpose and, and following passion, mm-hmm. right? And people say, it's hard for me to imagine, and, and you might be the same listening mm-hmm. to this or watching this at home. It's hard for me to understand or settle for a purpose mm-hmm. or attach to a purpose when I need my nine-to-five to survive. That's what's up. And my thing is, or or they think there's no purpose for me in my career, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be a career that's purpose-driven. That's right, bro. Your career can be the thing that financially provides you a foundation to support mm-hmm. your family, that's what's up. to support your dreams, but what you need if it's not your career, if it's not mm-hmm. your purpose that you're going to work for every day, mm-hmm. you need this, the passions and the purpose outside of it, outside yeah. of the nine-to-five. That time. could be... Man, after you leave your job at five, you take your suit off or you take your, your power business suit mm. if you're a, one of the ladies Yeah, back bro. Home and <laughs> you, you, know, you go to the horse paddock and you jump on your horses and you, and you yeah, ride your bro. horses because that's the thing and you you'd love. Thing. Exactly Or right, you, you go home and you tend to this garden that mm. you want to provide fresh fruit and vegetables for the community because yeah. that's the service you want to provide that's people. That's what's up, man. Whatever it is, it doesn't have to be a work. Mm. It doesn't have to be... Something that you see in the movies or something that you've read in a book. It just has to be something that connects to you. That's absolutely... You
0: you know, and it's important too that you say it because... And I love that you are 100% real and honest with your audience, bro. Like you said, I've made nothing.
1: For nothing. Zero dollars,
0: you know what I'm saying? But I'm sacrificing what I am for what I'm wanting to be. Hmm. And it's like, I feel like it is a lot of walking by faith and not sight. But at the same time, it's a certain amount of calmness. That comes over your life, like when you know that this is where I'm meant to be. I ain't making that much money. I, bro, I'm probably more poorer than I was when I was working at the cafe right now. People don't know that. People think I'm like living like this, like lavish. I'm like, where's the money? <laughs> where, bro? Like, okay, no joke, right? This is this is crazy, right? So <laughs> this dude, right, he saw me walking, right, and I was walking to the gym. He saw me in the morning, beeped at me, right, and I waited. Hey, what's up? Saw me again at night when I was coming from the gym. This is literally like, this is last week. And so so I see, and then the second time he stops. Boy, did you live somewhere? No, 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 man, I'm all good, I'm all good. It's like, bro, do you just go on love island, man? Like, you know, like, you know, like, don't you have a lot of money now? Like, you know, deals and everything. I was like, brother, so, okay. Aside from all of that, like, do you think that like an experience like that is going to change exactly who I am right now? And it's like, I had, like, it took that moment, like, you know, I had to put all the ego aside, man. I was like, yeah. to be honest, bro, i got a car, but it ain't moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, I got shit I got to do. But but it's like, I got shit to do right now. I'm happy right now, bro. Mm. That's the question you should be asking. T, are you happy? You know what I mean? Like, bro, like, you're still walking to the gym. People saw me in the train. Bro, you still catch trains? <laughs> She, she, yeah, but it was a limo? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, bro. You know what I mean? That's it, like that that that's, sucks. you know, but it's like, like for me, man, I am where I am right now. and you know, it's like it's like I like to feel like I'm probably like the happiest that I've been right now because I've got like this feeling of like, you know, my, my, like I I don't care if people misunderstand the way that I live right now. You know what I'm saying? It's my way of keeping my feet firmly on the ground. All that stuff will come. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like I've got so much direction right now. And, you know, even though, like, I'm living way beneath my means, it's important, man, that we are 100% honest with ourselves and to, like, the people. I was like, like, it's so important, bro, that you actually said that because people need to have a certain amount of, you know, um, they need to be able to, like, relate to your journey. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what makes you you. And people yes. want to see that and go, yo, right, I can do this shit too. Because when, this, cause, like, when like, the good stuff starts to come, they can appreciate it because they see your journey as well too you know so that guy that saw me walking hey it's okay i'm on the cover okay i'm happy i don't need a ride, even if it's raining leave me (laughs) hey hey, that's
1: the truth you know know, it's funny bro (laughs) i'm back to probably this time last year to be fair Mm. because it was around feb last year i sold my house right so i was i I worked really hard in real estate for a couple of years as you Mm. know I think most of you listening to the podcast would know, but maybe some people in your audience Mm -hmm. that have come across to tune into this. And I worked in three and a a half years in the real estate industry Mm -hmm. and I saved really hard. And I was 23 when I bought my first little apartment. Mm -hmm. I remember buying this apartment and, you know, then not long after that, I I left my job and had a mortgage. So I was paying this mortgage, man. I was just dipping into my savings. And I remember getting to the point after a year where I was like, I'm broke. I need to sell this house because... I can't afford to pay this mortgage any longer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want help from anyone, because I chose this life, yeah, exactly I chose right. to follow my purpose. Mm-hmm. So I have to You're suffer the yourself. consequences that come with it. Mm-hmm. I have to live up to the, the life and the man that I'm trying to become, right? What's up. And so, I remember it was the last it was the last six weeks. Mm-hmm. My house, had, my apartment had been sold, mm-hmm. and I was waiting for the settlement, which is when oh. the money comes through, right? Jeez,
0: man. man's and, just waiting for the bag, like. Right. <laughs>
1: I, I, remember, I remember calling the bank and I go to them, hey, how you going? They're like, yeah, good. What can we do for you, Brad? And I'm like, so you know that loan payment that comes out this week? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> can you all hold that for a bit? And they're uh, like, what do you mean? And I'm like, they're like, you, know, you, you need to be take it And they're like, well, they're like, well, how much money do you have? And I'm like, "Well, I've got $35 in my account six, to last like six weeks. Rah. right?" And I was hustling. I was trying to yeah. sell a few ads on the podcast. Exactly, I was man. like, do it I to survive. <clears throat> and I said, guys, if you could just hold out on that for like <laughs> six weeks, I was like, I can I send you the, the contract to say that the house is sold, the money's coming straight back to you, but just give me six weeks. Mm. And I remember they actually, they were like, okay, we understand, we'll do it. They took it out though and I was at the you're, kiosk. You're at minus. I was at the kiosk ready to get a coffee and my car's declined. I'm like, why is it declining? I've seen they'd taken it out and I'm like, minus like 1500 bucks or something for my loan repayments. God, boy. And I call them like, Hey, and it's the same chick, and oh. she's like, hey Brad, what's wrong? And I go, you took the money, you took that money out. And she's like, ah, ah, <laughs> ah, shit, I'll send it back to you now. So she sends it back <laughs> to <laughs> me. <sighs> yeah. Oh. So they reversed it. And I was like, oh yeah, I can get a coffee today. But it's, it's funny because I look at that and people go, weren't you stressed? Yeah, mm. there was a level of stress, but I was so happy, man. Uh, that's what's up, man. I was just doing me and <sighs> I was like, what? I walked away from over a hundred grand a year mm to do this and to make no money. And I've understood the stress and the struggle. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm not comparing it to anyone else because I know there's people no, who go for it. Perfect. Like you said, man, where mm-hmm. you come from, that, that struggle is consistent. Yeah. But it's not like money will never make you happy
0: By unless you,
1: you've got it for the right reasons and it provides right, you, man. you know, like, yeah, it provides a level of comfort. It mm-hmm. gives you a level of opportunity but if you're not following purpose, if you mm-hmm. don't have those things and those anchors in your life that make mm-hmm. you happy and speak to who you truly are at the core, it means exactly,
0: nothing. Exactly, bro. And but people are so money driven, bro. And it's like, it pains me hearing shit like that. It's like, I feel like people are scared of the struggle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We were talking about before, man. It's some people out there, man, that are just actually scared to just take that leap. It's scary. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like, we ain't gonna shoot cut it though, bro. This shit is tough sometimes, man. Mm. And the, we always get to a turning point when you're like, Am I really in the right place? You know what I'm saying? But that's that test we we're talking about before, mm. where it's like, For you to level up, you gotta go through that test. Don't expect to be promoted without you taking a certain amount of responsibility upon your life to take the necessary test of shit, like, I'm leaving behind comfort to. Going to this thing that I don't know nothing about, but I'm going in through something that actually aligns with my vision. That's the important thing, bro. And I feel like, you know, like, look, money is so important. And it's like for me, man, I've always been under financial stress, man, because I always, I never wanted to be rich, bro. I just want to be comfortable Mm. to a point where I can provide my family, everything's okay, lay a foundation, you know, and, you know, it's okay. I just want to live a comfortable life, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but, it's always so weird, like where it's like, like finances, you know, like people's, oh, you know, like money, yeah, yeah, it's like the root of all evil. I don't know, like, but the lack of money and the greed of money, it's like money might not be important to some people, but it buys everything else that's important. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So it's like you're stuck in this thing, money, happiness. Maybe both combination is good, but I mean, like for you, yeah, good. Don't be
1: defined by
0: it. Don't be me. defined by it. You know what I'm saying? It's like all the sweet stuff will come, but it's like up until you have that core of like man i need to struggle man i need to struggle. that's why we love david so much man because he allows us to understand that the struggle is good you Mm. know what i'm saying you 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 like callous your mind to a point where you're like yo hold up like i'm gonna get through another situation kind of like this but i've dealt with this before
1: bro it's it's so true i heard rogan talking about Mm. it recently on a pod and he was saying you know like anyone who, who follows his pod or follows mm. the kind of podcast world, Spotify bought his rights for $100 mm. million. It's mm. a lot of money. $100 so million a cash, US is a lot mm. of money. But he was talking about it. He said, people have like asked me and almost expected my life to change. Mm. And he's like, but why? Because who I am at the core and who we are as human beings, mm-hmm. he's like, what am I going to do? Not get up and train hard in the morning? Exactly right, that man. That brings me happiness. It reminds me that struggle is important.
0: That's right, bro. What am I not
1: going to do? Go mm. out on, on my hunting expeditions,
0: mm-hmm.
1: go do my comedy, mm-hmm. come sit here and have conversations with people I want to learn from and grow yeah, bro. from? That's what makes me me. Why That's would my up, life bro. change well, stop. Yeah. just because I come into money? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will provide me certain freedoms where I can make sure that my kids are uh-huh. always going to be sweet. I can make sure there's always food on the table. Mm-hmm. I can make sure that unnecessary struggle isn't Mm. a part of my life but i'm gonna choose to struggle Mm -hmm. where i have choice Uh because that's what makes me the best version yeah
0: you know it's like that's the muscle that got us here yeah you know what i'm saying struggle and heart is literally the muscles that got us here and it's like the moment that you stop relating to the struggle is the moment that your life is going to drastically start to change i feel anyway the moments that i've like but you know what it's so crazy. I've been at moments, right? So, for example... Fuck, I hate talking about the whole island thing, man. But, you know, it's like a part of my life now. But anyway, so we went to, like, this, like, influencer event, right? Mm. Where we got to this event, and, bro, we were being treated like, oh, my God, these guys, they were on the TV. They're here now, all this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm seeing all these influencers, bro, and I'm like, oh, my God. That's how you see that person on TV. Man, I got to, like... You know, I used to see that person when I was just having, oats oh, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, shit. Like, it's like I was in awe of, like, that situation where it's like, you know, like, it was almost like I, I saw a quote like, like where it was like, it's hard for you to be rich with a poverty mm. mindset. Mm. So, it, it, well, like, kind of like perspective in that way, for me, I was just a small town city boy. I, I didn't see myself as that, but I was in a position where there were so many people that had, like, you know like higher like accolades and shit and i'm just there like i'm not meant to be here you know it was so weird for me because i felt so uncomfortable in that position oh man like this you're wild wow, man like you look amazing but it's like when i go back here that's why i love being in wongong so much bro you know what i'm saying putting into perspective so that like, like this story doesn't sound weird but it's like when i was there i was like okay that's enough i gotta go back home yeah. Willow is my home. It's like, the reason why I love being here, it's like, it's the only place that I feel like, you know, hasn't changed for me. I come back to like people like you, you know what I'm saying? Like, where yeah. it's like, you're so grounded. Feet are firmly on the ground, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I feel like this is the place where I can use as a retreat. Like, it's like, it's almost like, gone back in the dark, in a way. going back to the struggle, in a way. And it's like, it's it's like, what I use to put me back, um, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to explain it like the right way. It's almost like there's a guy right in a, a famous bodybuilder. His name's Dorian Yates. They call him The Shadow, right? Mm-hmm. I love his story because he he, he he had this gym called Temple Gym. It's literally like you walk down the stairs. It's like you go into a dungeon. He literally lock himself in there a couple hours a day. And it's like no one will see him for the rest of the year up until it came to Mr. Olympia time. Greatest bodybuilder of all time, bro. And comes and wins it. Disappears again. Mm. Everyone's like, what, what the hell? It's like, and people just see photos of him every now and then, but no one sees him. Yeah. But he relates to the hard work and the struggle, and no matter how many Mr. Olympias he won, four or five or whatever it is, no matter how much money he ever got, he made sure that he went back to that dungeon and he related back to the struggle because that's what got him there. And that's why I feel like Wongong. For me is a place where it's kind of like my place to retreat so when i'm when i go to these influencer events or whatever it is like i'm like okay that's only gonna last a certain amount of time but when this is over i gotta go back home
1: yeah you know what i'm saying
0: that. i've got people that are home right like right now you know what i mean that i gotta you know like look after like you know all this shit. you know what i mean that i have to get back to but it's like a place that i'm like yo like you know it's like a place is in in a way but that's why I feel like it's so important man to be able to go yo, look no matter how good things get kind of go back to what actually got you there and that's why I love that whole thing about Joe Rogan man like I love yeah. that bro like don't like don't let that money and that like whole glamour life like you know distract you from like who you actually are
1: really it's really important brother mm. that's a that's a great message I want to sort of we've spoken about so much today and I feel Barb. like we, bro Barb. we could sit here for 4 hours and That's talk. a problem bro a tr- <laughs> But I want to I ask you two questions that I've been asking all of my guests in mm. season three of the show. Good. Um, the two questions being... Well, actually, it's not... I always say two questions, but mm. it's actually one question and one challenge. Yeah. The question is, what's your biggest fear right now?
0: Mm-hmm. My biggest fear right now is to go back where I came from. I know it sounds weird, but it scares me now. We're talking about... Before, um, we're talking about well, how... I have a lot of conversations with um, people that I meet along the way, along the journey, whatever it is. And um, I, you know, I was having a conversation with my best mate, and like um, we're talking about, like how like the generation B before us had a certain amount of um, responsibility, they had a chip on the shoulder, sure. you know. what I'm saying they, they, um, the amount of grind, like they, they, they put a, they put a different meaning to grind. And when we asked our parents, you know what I mean, why they grind so hard, is because it scares them to go back to where they came from, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know why, everything else has to relate back to the struggle, like it's weird, but it's like, that's the muscle that got us where we are right now, and I feel like for me, that's how I'm going to stay relatable to people, that's one thing. And me, I feel like it scares me to go back home, you know what I mean? But even like when I go home for holidays, you know what I'm saying, or whatever it is, there's a certain time when I'm like, it's time for me to go back here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm too good for it, but it's like, I don't want to get stuck in that realm of, um, I get comfortable again. I get scared, boy. Like it actually scares me of going back to like where I came from. Cause it's like, I like to feel like, you know, I've been leveling up, bro. Every single bit of my life, Brad, has literally been, like, a level up from the previous. Like, I'll just give you, like, a little quick, 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 um, yeah, okay. you know, So, I was in a public school, living with my grandmoms, granddads. Everything was great, man. We had, like, we had a great upbringing, you know what I'm saying? Like, in the community that we were in, like, we were very, you know, like, like, it was great. And I will go to, like, the farms, like, in, like, you know, like, in our village, like, in the holidays. Life was great. I didn't know that there was any more for me after that. Life I changed, I went to a private school. Yeah. Seeing all these, like, kids, bro. Like, at our school at Hillcrest College, bro, in Matara, I swear, we, we had, like, members of parliament in that school. And I was at a public school where, like, we used to, like, roll out, like, in red dust. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, in perspective, like, man, I now I got to wear a tie. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in slacks, playing rugby. This is weird. Wow, life is great. My auntie comes here. She's like, you come to Australia. Wow. I thought that was wild. I was in Naira. This is crazy. I moved to Wollongong. I started making all these teams for like footy. I'm like, wow, life is amazing. Like, to level up, I just keep blinking and I'm in a different level of my life. You know, I wind up, for some reason I'm on TV. What the hell is going on? You know what I'm saying? Now it's like, people see me and they're like, you know, they're shocked to see me. I'm like, "No, no, 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 don't be, you know? Like, don't be shocked. I'm just a regular nigga. Like, if only you knew that every single bit of my life was a level up, bro. But now it scares me to go back to the previous level because it had a certain amount of uncertainty of what's ahead. But now I'm so happy and content in knowing that I don't have to know all the answers. Because yeah. if you knew what was to come, what's the point of faith? And what's 100%. the point of you working hard? I love that. You know what I'm saying? I so, love that. to answer your question, man, me thinking about, you know, going back to where I was before whatever stage that I'm in, no matter how shit I have it, that's what scares me the most.
1: Yeah. Fuck, brother. That's...
0: That's what scares me, bro. bro.
1: That's powerful. I love that. Bro, what... I think this is probably a really good way to roll off the back of that question Mm. is one task I've been giving to my guests. It's almost like a bit of homework, right? I love that. It's, I want you to set yourself a challenge Mm. right here in this moment that you'll be accountable to, that... I keep saying that in 10 years time, when you look back on this 4K footage and it's a little bit grainy and, yeah, yeah. and you're like, man, <laughs> shit, they didn't have VR goggles yeah, back. Yeah, man, it's breaking shit. <laughs> I want you to look back on it and go, man, did I achieve that? Or do I need to get back on track with that? Right. What's that challenge for yourself? It might be something that's super simple, something that's been a part of, you know, a challenge you're working towards or a goal you're working towards right now.
0: Um, rah. Man, I think, you know, shit that's that's big man like because i I, like i've always got a vision board and but i you know as of recent i have been scared to ride on it because of all these big things i can do or all these big things that i want to do but scared Mm. of the work you know what i'm saying yeah and because i've just been like i gotta i gotta get back to my core you know what i mean but i think you getting back to the core sometimes takes away that focus of where you need to get to so that's a great question So. As I said before, man, I think in ten years' time, bro, I want to be able to have a platform, or would have had a platform, where, I, you know, can inspire people. I would love to have a TV show, I idea. I would love to have a TV show, or like, you know, something along the lines of something like on YouTube, where like people just go and click. Oh, fuck, man, I'm feeling a little bit low. Let me just just click on this, man. This will give me some energy. You know what I'm saying? This will make me laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having that sort of a platform. Um, you know, some sort of talk Kekunda show or something. like that. Bro. Hey, oh talks with talks. You, uh, you know what I mean? Who knows? I've been thinking about it, but I've been scared to write it down. You know what I'm saying? But you know, that's 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 something man that I would love love to have, man, you know, um jam, and yeah, man, and, and you know, I think me doing that, man, thinking about this right now, if I make a short clip of this and if I see this ten years from now, if I would attribute it, like I'm happy to die.
1: <laughs> I love that,
0: bro. But I appreciate that, man. That's good. That's actually set like a bit of, uh, a a bit bit of pressure out, on me, bro. It?
1: Yeah. Woo! I love
0: it. <sighs>
1: One last thing I just kind of want to finish off on is, you know, we spoke about um, Goggins and you listening mm. to a reading can't hurt me at the moment. Is there anything else you're, you're listening to, studying that you're just getting good vibes and, and feeling like there's good self-growth and self-development within at the moment?
0: Um, yeah, yeah, bro. Like, I mean shit like a lot man like i feel like every day i try and grow bro you know what i Mm. mean i think when you start to get in a position where you might not be growing spiritually whatever maybe physically like you know like um mentally like that's when you start to deteriorate in a way and that's when you start to lose you know vision and sight and for me for example i was telling you this before every time that I've gone in an Uber, you know, like it's always like a little bit like, a, you know, like it's always like older people, you know, and I always ask, um, hey, like if you were to look at your 24-year-old self, what kind of wisdom or, or like, you know, advice that you'll give to them, you know, mm-hmm. and I've taken that from just that to anyone that i would meet, or like anyone that I have, like coffee, or like people that I just meet like in past, hey man, do you have like any sort of like wisdom or advice? And that for me, man, is something that I've been Making sure that I do more often, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like as we said, man, one bigger show another bigger way, frown the bread, right? But with that being said, something that I would love to leave with people is um in relation to the struggle, you know what I mean, and all that is um like without without wounds, there's no wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You can't be able to tell someone else like yo like this is how good I have it without you telling them what you went through you know what I'm saying it's like you go like it's like you grow through what you go through in a way yeah cool but it's like don't be scared to ask these questions like I'm telling people don't be scared to go to another person hey look like you know like a little bit older whatever it is ask them yo, look, what sort of advice do you have for me like what sort of wisdom can you give to me because that person might tell you something that will change your life man in I was telling you that thing too about when yeah. I got to that uber, and that dude was like telling me about the whole fishing thing. Do you have time?
1: Yeah, bro, go Real quick.
0: So I was in an Uber, right? Like when I very much started doing this whole, um, you know, asking like, you know, like Uber uh, drivers, hey, like what sort of advice like, would you give like your 21-year-old self? I was 21 at that time. I was at uni. I wasn't sure if that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to come into entertainment, but I wasn't too sure how to do it. And he started to tell me, man. Um, about fishing, all this shit. I was like, oh, mate, you know, yeah, yeah, I'll just, you know, just get the boat strap up, you know, but he was just talking about fishing the whole time, he was like, I've always wanted to just catch like a big Jewfish and I finally got it, man, it was the best day of my life. I'm just about to go out of this Uber, I'm like, I didn't grow from any of this. Why do I do this shit? And he's like, man, I haven't finished it. I'm just about to like, you know, get out. I was like, oh, thanks anyway. He's like, I haven't finished it." I literally go back in the car and I shut the door and he's like, look, the reason for my story was The metaphor for me going out every single day on that boat, you know, was, you know, a metaphor for life of you every day. You wake up every single morning. You know what I mean? You go out to your job. You go out and do whatever that you want to do, right? But it's like he used the rod as a metaphor for you casting out for every single opportunities and dreams. You know what I'm saying? And every single bit of fish like that it got, he he used that as a metaphor for the opportunities that life throws at us, right? And he was like... But I caught so many fish that were too small for me to go home with. So many fish that I didn't really would like to eat. Like I was like, oh, I like, you know what? This isn't the right fish for me. And he's like, that's the same thing as the opportunities that life throws at you. In other words, don't mistake stones for bread. You know why you got out there for it. He's like, I was going out because I wanted to catch this big jew fish. And when that time came, it felt amazing because there were so many times that I'd go out there, I would see. And I just didn't want to be out there. But the main thing is, you don't catch a Jewfish while she's sitting on the couch. And it was so weird, bro. Like, it just, like, brought up this, like, you know, profound message, you know, from just a fishing story. But yeah. for me, it meant so much for me, bro, because I was doing so many things in my life that weren't really completely tied to my vision and purpose. and allowed me to go, yo, look, I've got bigger fish to fry. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, he was like, he literally put that saying, like... You know, to a point where I can't, but it gave me goosebumps and chills. I tell this to everyone that I meet, man. Yeah, I know. And it was like, up until that point when I asked this dude, he must have been dying to tell someone this story. You know what I mean? But he moved me, man. I hope he sees this. And I hope you guys out there, man, like, you know, use that, man, like, as motivation, man, to be able to, like, ask these questions. You know what I mean? Because literally, you never know another person's story, man, would change the way that you look at life. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love
1: that so Yo, much, bro. deep, bro. For bro. everyone listening and watching back home, remember that right there. Bro. Cast your rod into the ocean every bro. day and when you pull in those opportunities, know what you went out there for. Bro. Pick up your pen and start writing because you are the author of your story and you dictate the story that will be told mm. after your time. Believe with every ounce of your being that you're meant to be here for bigger things. That's what's up, and man. believe in your purpose. Go in search of it, find it. It's your only obligation in life. I've got so much love for you, my Amen. guy. I love Thank you, love. you so much for coming Thanks through for having here. Me, my guy. Every single person listening, watching back home, all of TK's info is gonna be in the show description. I'm talking <laughs> these tags for socials where you can find him. Make sure you give this some love, share it around with your family and your friends. There's so much within this that I know will inspire so many people. And I feel super grateful to have not that. only had you here on the show, mm-hmm. but for you to be a part of my life. You know, you're, you're a mate that I hold really close wow. to my heart. So you too, bro. Um, It's been it. a pleasure too, to have bro.
0: you here. I appreciate it.
1: Take care, guys. Cheers.